is your classic metal show right here on the classic metal show.com. And that of course was Megadeth from countdown to extinction foreclosure of a dream. And the guy that we are going to speak to right now is, uh, doing his damnedest to make sure that nobody, at least no musicians and no students and no people are going to have that foreclosure to their dream or the countdown to their extinction right now. Of course, he is the legendary Grammy award-winning bassist of Megadeth. It is Mr. David Ellison. David, how are you, man? Chris, how are you, my friend? It is good to speak to you once again. I wish it was on better circumstances, but you know what? It's At the same time, I guess it is a... It's a good time for you, I guess, because you you really are getting to showcase a lot of this hard work that you've been doing, you know, kind of behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. I was just texting with uh, a guitar player, a friend of mine. He actually plays in my U.S. Uh, Ellison solo band. And um, he just happened to hit me and we we're just chatting for a second right before you called here. And, you know, and it, it's kind of like, you know, this time can be whatever we want it to be. I mean, obviously, first of all, look, we should follow the mandates, stay inside, social distance, do all the things we should be to not only stay healthy ourselves, but obviously to not infect anyone else, you know what I mean? So although obviously those protocols are what they are, but, you know, I think for a lot of us uh, musicians and, and, and whatnot, it's like, and for everybody really, it's like, look, it is what we make of it, you know? Um, I think a lot of it too is, you know, I'm busy, I travel a lot, I'm gone from home a lot. And I tell you what, this is a really, cool blessed time right now to just be home with my family you know it's sort of a the time out you know like like sure. go home sit in the sit sit at home and and uh get creative with things you have in your house i think it you know it shows how much we all have mm-hmm. how much we probably don't all need um and and just sort of the abundance that that so many of us have and and i think um i guess in my mind if we can share that with other people, it just it it we feel better because <laughs> you know sure. that the, the giving heart is a, is a happy heart, and I think um, if we can share some things with some people who are in a time of need, then I think we all win. Sure, and, and you're certainly doing that. Um, you've put together this awesome event for the weekend. Um, oh, say can you stream is what it's what it's being called. And well, why don't you tell everybody what that's all about and how it came together? Sure. Well, we're having a big, uh, a big shindig, a big party over it at your house, <laughs> your house, meaning at everybody's house. It's it's mine will look just like this. This is the room I'm doing it from. Um, and and just like all of our guests, Alex Skolnick, Dirk Verbeeren, Kiko, DMC, Alice Cooper and his wife, Cheryl, uh, Larry Thomas, the soup Nazi from Seinfeld. I mean, everybody who's joining us. Uh, are joining just like this, you know, remotely from wherever they may be hunkered down. And um, and that's that's kind of the point of it is we're having a big block party um, at everybody's home block. And the point of it is, is it's a it's a it's we're going to be doing just what we're doing right here, talking music. There's going to be a few musical performances by uh, Frank Cannon from Tesla. Um, Alex Skolnick's going to have a guitar with him. And uh, so a bunch of fun stuff like that. Um, but the point of it is, is, is to do a, an awareness and a, and a fundraiser uh, event for the David Ellison Youth Music Foundation. And the reason we're raising the funds is we started a, an initiative uh, this last month called Schools Out. And that is to give free online music lessons and mentoring sessions for students 18 and under who are now home. And of course, because their schools are closed. Sure. To continue the creative arts, music programs, 
um, and to give those free lessons. And, and I realized a lot of my friends who are professional musicians um, and artists are also sidelined and at home because tours are being rescheduled and, and in some cases canceled. Um, so a lot of people out of work. So we're hoping with the foundation that we can continue to give the lessons for free for the students um, and maybe even be able to employ a few uh, really great uh, musicians and instructors. And, and um, they, first of all, have been very charitable to just even offer a couple free lessons anyway. So um, some of these people actually give like Jimmy DeGrasso, Dirk Fubiran, for instance, they, they teach uh, when they're off the road anyway. Um, and for a lot of them, their, their, their teaching businesses have also been impacted, you know, obviously with, with this whole pandemic shutdown right now. So if this is a way to maybe help bolster their businesses and bring some awareness so that they can continue to, um, to, to be able to make a living as well, uh, is the whole purpose of what we're doing this weekend on Saturday. Do you see this continuing, you know, after the world comes back to whatever normal we come back to? I, I mean, cause as you're obviously very well aware, the arts are going away kind of in schools in general, which is, I, I'm assuming that's why you have you started this in the first place was to give give music lessons where where schools had kind of dropped the programs is that is this kind of almost like the door opening toward that very much so in fact we started the the foundation back in 2018 um and and that was the point of it and in particular for me i grew up in a rural area in southwestern minnesota and while i grew up in a prosperous time and the farming business around there is still doing well um, what happens is, of course, whenever any sort of cutbacks come in, especially in the public school sector, when cutbacks come, you know, the arts are, and music programs are some of the first to go. And, um, you know, the sports programs often stay intact. Of course, they also have a much better infrastructure with booster clubs and parental support. There's a lot of scholarships that come uh, into colleges and stuff from the sports programs. Um, so oftentimes those sports programs stay in place, but the creative arts don't. And you know, I was never a jock growing up. I was looking for where's my place in life, and I found it with a bass in my hand. And um, and I'm a product of the public school system music programs. Um, I took up tenor saxophone in fifth grade, and that opened the door to um, concert band, marching band, and playing a jazz band. And it really broadened my scope. And and it, it's you know it's helped make me the the musician that I am today. So it's important for me to help continue to bolster those programs and. I think what you said is right. There's a sustainability that I think is going to happen with these online platforms now because, I mean, look, first of all, we have the technology. We carry them right. around our phones all the time. And rather than just texting and sending nonsense memes back and forth, which are fun, of course, but, you know, now we can hopefully use this technology that we have in this time of crisis to carry a good word, you know, and to spread a, a, a some good news to people in a way that, um is is uplifting it's it's productive it's educational and hopefully creative as well and the one thing that i think has been missed probably up until right now when we're all locked down and we all had to use it is the simplicity of it i know for like you and i right now are talking over skype but but i know you're working with webex which i've worked with for a hundred probably seriously about 15 years mm -hmm. you know in the business world the technology has been there and it's always been fairly simple to use. And I think we all convinced ourselves that it was a lot harder to use 
than it actually is until now where we actually need to. Do, right. Do, do, yeah. I mean, Zoom is another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I do so many you know the meetings that I have and stuff that are that are through Zoom. And you're right. The stuff is here. And again, you know, you know, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. <laughs> and right. here we are using these things. And and um, and I think, look, the concert business is definitely going to go through some sort of a reinvention. And I already say I already see things where people obviously are performing live on Instagram. They're doing different collaborations. They're filming things, sending them, you know, where they push, put them all together. And um, and and look, that's kind of our immediate way to sort of connect us all together and provide entertainment. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think we're we're all you know, we're all being creative with these different means and methods that that are available to us that have kind of always been here. So why not put them to good use right now? Exactly. Well, David, in addition to Oh Say Can You Stream this weekend, um, you're not you're not uh, sitting still by any means. You just released a few days early um, a new single from the Ellefson band, Simple Truth, uh, which is, again, you know, being being used as a helpful endeavor for the for the people of Italy. So talk a little bit about about that, you know, what what your connection is. I know what it is, but some people yeah. may not. But let people know what your connection is to specifically to the people of Italy and why you chose to release this as a uh, charitable song. Sure. Well, I guess, the, you know, the backstory is last summer I put out, uh, I guess, my first kind of technically solo album called Ellison Sleeping Giants. And it had three new tracks on it, but also mostly a collection of just stuff I had in the vault. And it was meant to come out as a companion to a memoir that I released last year called More Life with Death. And as we went out and we started to do some shows, um, you know, it started to really get some wings, you know, and, and I went over to Europe um, and I did a tour of Italy and, and uh, a date up in Switzerland and I, I used the band from Italy. And so the very first uh, rehearsal day of for that tour, we got in a room and, and my, my partner, who's also my singer in, in the Ellison solo band, Tom Hazer, he said, he goes, hey, why don't we write a song together with everybody? So we got in, I just started playing this bass riff, which is the opening bass riff of Simple Truth. And, and within an hour, we wrote a song. And um, that started a new creative endeavor where basically we, we, we have an entire Ellison solo album written and we're just now starting to record it. And Simple Truth was a song that we'd had sitting there and we planned on putting it out in April anyway because we had some dates in um, Australia and uh, Japan that we were going to go do in May. And those now uh, are being pushed back into early 2021. Um, because they're not issuing any visas. <laughs> we can't even go, you know, so, uh, which is better for all of us anyway. But, you know, I called Tom the other day and I said, listen, you know, <clears throat> rather than just put this song out and, uh, cause it's, it's kind of a sensitive time. This is not the time to go, Hey dude, check out my new song. And you know, right. it's not, it's just, that's not the right sentiment right now. So I just said, listen, let's put the song up on the digital platforms where we're going to put it anyway. And, you know, why just take, let's, let's take all the money and donate it to charity. And so Tom did his, some research and we found the Italian Red Cross. Uh, they have a COVID-19 uh, relief fund. So we are going to take all of the proceeds from that track uh, and donate it uh, to, to the Italian Red Cross. And, and it hits home because, of course, our band is from there um, and they're on lockdown. Fortunately, they're safe. And I was just there in February with Megadeth. I mean, we were literally there like yeah. two weeks or so before this thing started blowing up uh, over there and, and it started to really get serious. So 
Um, been going there for many years. The Italians are a wonderful people, a wonderful culture. And, um, you know, my wife and I, we went there during the euthanasia tour as our one year wedding anniversary. And, uh, we named our son Roman after Rome, <laughs> where, where we were on Palm Sunday in 1995. So, you know, we've got a, a very, you know, heartfelt connection back to Italy. And so we thought this is just, you know, this is a, our small contribution that we can make to try to give something back over there. Sure. And and boy, you you must have snuck out of there at the exact right time, too, because, I mean, obviously your, your yeah. contemporaries, Testament and Exodus and Death Angel, they were on a tour and they're all they not all of them, but several members of that that band of that touring entity ended up sick. So, boy, they you- did get sick. Yeah. You know, the Megadeth uh, Five Finger Death Punch Bad Wolves tour, we ended uh, February 23rd. Um, and I went up to London for a couple of days after that, but then went home, you know, so we were, we were all home and out of there, you know, before yeah. the end of February. And that seemed to be fine. Um, I noticed, uh, you know, Mike Portnoy was one of the first people that I saw, you know, put up a post that his sons of Apollo tour, I think had gotten shut down. Venues were closing. Right. And, and that was kind of the first time I took notice of it. It was like, Ooh, wow, this, this is looking like this is getting serious now. And then, you know, I was I was actually surprised the Bay Area guys were still over there. But, right. you know, true, true metalheads, you know, we we, <laughs> we, we we march no matter what, you know. But right. um, it, I, 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 you know, I've, I've spoken to a few of them, you know, Gary Holt and Chuck. And and um, it sounds like they're getting through it. But um, um, it's it's certainly, you know, as like we know, it's, it's serious, you know. So um, fortunately, you know, hope, hopefully again. Hunker down. I mean, that's like, right. that's what we're told the best we can do right now is just just hunker down and just stay at home. Sure. Well, well, Dave, before before COVID really took hold, you you know, you were working on Megadeth music as well as yep. as touring. Uh, obviously, every fan wants to know. And I know this is a question you get asked in every interview, but I can't really not ask it. How is Dave Dave's health you know, now is, is he fully recovered? Is he still kind of going through some things or where's no, he, is, he is, he is fully recovered as he was, he would tell the story every night on stage uh, during the tour in January and February of, you know, kind of the process when he got diagnosed and going through the treatments. And then the day that he got the call from the doctor that uh, the test had shown that, you know, that he was cancer free. So, um, you know, but obviously that's a, you know, it's, it's a pretty harrowing battle. And, and it, and I think it really hit all of us when we were on the tour, just how harrowing it was for him, you know, and, and it's, uh, you know, that just how grateful we were to be back together on stage again and performing. And yeah, and we do have a new album, um, you know, mostly written, the music's in, you know, in pretty good shape. In fact, we are going to start recording it at the end of March. And, um, once this all started to lock down, of course, you know, that forbid us from being able to travel, you know, to sure. do it. So as soon as, as soon as we can, uh, we certainly have songs and tracks um, ready to go. Now, I, I'm curious, and, and this is just more based on the very little I know, Dave. I've interviewed him several times, but I don't know Dave, and you obviously do. But he's known to be very temperamental. And with that in mind, does he come back from an illness like this humbled or does he come back angry and ready to pour that anger into 
new music or just into life or where does he come back to? You it? know, I, you know, again, just in this, you know, I, I, and I think people saw it on stage is, is, uh, you know, there was a kind of newfound power within the group. Um, and again, I think a lot of it was just, we were ready to hit the stage and locked arms and, and take on the world again. Uh, as Megadeth. And then there was another part of it that was very much, I think, uh, uh, a humility that comes out of that, because, um, I mean, Dave's been very open, and I think it's one of the most admirable things about him. And it's, I think, the thing the fans like about Dave is that he's he wears his his heart on his sleeve. You know, you know, right where he stands on everything. And uh, and I think that honesty is what has made him and Megadeth. You know, it's, it's a big part of our success. And there, you, you hear a sincerity in the lyrics. And and when when Dave speaks, you know, you you know, you're getting the, the real scoop from him, you know, um, as, as he sees things. So. Um, yeah, I mean, there is, there was definitely, there is a, a humility and I, and I think a, a bit of an introspective, uh, position that I, I think is, is going to come through on some lyrics on this record, which, which I think is good. I mean, look, this album 16, we've written a lot of songs about a lot of topics. And I think the one thing we are more mindful of than anything is to not repeat ourselves. And that I'm not going to lie. That's kind of challenging at album 16. We've, We've played a lot of riffs, a lot of notes. We've written a lot of words on a lot of topics. And to not repeat yourself um, is is becomes really the greatest challenge. So I think this maybe introspective um, POV, if you will, will is, is something that I think is going to be uh, kind of offer a new chapter in Megadeth. As long as it doesn't come out as a dance record, I think people will be happy. No, that won't be that. That's for sure. <laughs> Slam dance, maybe. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, well, David, obviously there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, oh, say, can you scream happens this weekend? Um, you can certainly pick up the simple truth release at, um, over on Bandcamp and on, on most of the socials. So David, why don't you tell everybody where they should go to, to get the most information and to follow along, you know, not only this weekend, but moving forward with the uh, music foundation. Yep. Now for Saturday. So the, the stream starts at 1 PM Pacific. So it's 4 PM Eastern. Um, and you can watch it uh, on my Facebook, which is facebook.com slash David Ellison. Also on youtube.com slash David Ellison. And if you're on Twitch, you can go to the Grammy music education coalition Twitch channel. They've been kind enough to offer that up for us. So we've got you pretty much covered on most of the social media and you can just watch it in real time as it's going down. Uh, we're going to be on for eight, 10, 12 hours, you know, <laughs> as long as there's something to talk about or play, we'll be doing it, you know? So, um, and uh, as far as the foundation, um, look, obviously we're, we're at a time where um, the fundraising is important. Um, fortunately, our expenses of the foundation are very low, so that money doesn't go there. It's mostly to help employ uh, musicians for, to, to continue giving these lessons for the Schools Out program um, moving forward. And that, all of that information, including where anyone 18 or under can sign up for the free music lessons. All that information is at Ellison Youth Music Foundation.org. And that's Great. where you can get all that. Excellent. And if I might add just a little addendum for the for the weekend, everybody that's watching it should share it as well. You know, if you're on social media, share it so that other people that might not hear this interview or hear the Rolling Stone interview or what whatnot. 
they just see it live, they're bound to click on it. So share it from YouTube, share it from Facebook, share it from Twitch, so that as many people as possible will hear it and will, you know, have the ability to contribute if they can. Appreciate that, Chris. Thanks so much, man. Sure, no problem. Well, all right, David, you've done this with me, oh, I don't know, about 25 times at this point. So why don't you pick something for us to wrap the interview up with and maybe tell us a quick story about it? Well, look, I would say uh, if you've got Simple Truth handy, I would love for you to play that just because that is the latest song, literally as of about a day ago. <laughs> and uh, it's personal to me because it's, again, it's something we wrote with uh, our Italian musicians. And it, it's, I think, is a song that really unites the world together and, um, and, uh, and, and is, is just, was just a, a cool moment in time, a very creative, collaborative moment and I, I like that word collaborative because I like to be a collaborator. I like to work with people that we can bring our best to the table and I think uh Simple Truth by the Ellison band is is that song for the moment. So there here it is. This song is called Simple Truth. All right, here it is. It is your classic metal show. 